Hello, Stacey. Hello, Mum. How are you? I'm all right. So what are we talking about today, then? Earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Yeah, we're not talking about my housework, by the way, or the lack of it. <laughs> talking about death, innit? You know what I say? Dire rebel's death. What do you mean? I don't know how you could be a rebel. Oh, a rebel. I thought you said revels, like the sweets. No, not revels. <laughs> yeah, you'd only die if you had... A peanut allergy. Too many coffee ones and you'd be like caffeine overdose. Or if you had the toffee one and it broke a tooth and then you got an infection and then you died. <gasps> You see, you've got to be careful with your teeth. You do. People do die from that, you know. If you've got a toothache, everybody, then make sure you go to the dentist and get that sorted out because that, that is actually one way of not being able to listen to more after our podcasts. Hopefully everyone will make it alive through this episode. We're not going to be morbid about it. You know, we'll be talking about bucket lists and customs and... Crazy ways to die. I've got some great stories that some of our listeners have sent in. So that's good. Well, we got loads, so I'll tell you what. Yeah. Bell the lovely dog. Are you ready to go? Bell's ready. Kipper's ready. In which case, let's go. Alrighty then. Let's get started. Oh, ah, ah, ah. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. Right, okay. (laughs) But if I do that again during the podcast, it's real, okay? Okay, that was just a tester. I've been practising doing the Heimlich remover. Remover? (laughs) I've been practising doing the Heimlich remove. No. (laughs) Let me do it again. You've been removing your Heimlich. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're funny. Right. I've never had my eye licks removed. That sounds a painful way to die. <laughs> I've been practising the uh, Heimlich manoeuvre today. On yourself or on the dog? No, no, not on the dog, but on myself. Okay. Uh, you can do it with a chair. Oh, oh my God. That's... <laughs> it is true. You can actually stop yourself choking. Uh, by doing a Heimlich manoeuvre with a chair. Now, you're going to have to look it up on the internet. I'm actually cringing at the thought of... You fall onto a chair. (laughs) Well, yeah, basically. But anyway, let's get started, because then I can tell you how to stop yourself having a heart attack. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Deep from the jungle of the African Congo. To the concrete jungle of the garden bungalow You'll find two ladies full of nonsense and laughs Making a podcast called Rock to Rock What do you want to tell me about death? Well, should we start with something a bit more uplifting? The bucket list Okay Have you got a bucket list? No I had to think about it and... Really, the only things I want to be able to do before I die is to do a proper push-up or a pull-up. I've got no upper arm strength, so I would just like to be able to do a push-up properly. That's it. Oh, I've got a bucket list. It's got the usual rubbish on it, but uh, I have got a few things on it. There's about 50 or 60 things on my bucket list. Oh, my gosh, that's a big bucket. Well, I'm a big woman. <laughs> Some of the things I thought you might find 
amusing. Mm. Number one is live in a foreign country for at least 12 months. Okay. So I shall do that next year. How many days till you're in Spain? Oh, I don't know now. I will go. Yeah. And then these are what I'd like to do. Slide down the lane of a bowling alley. <laughs> on your belly? Yeah, I think so. I'd like to dye my hair bright blue. Oh, yeah. Build an igloo and sleep in it. Okay. Would you do that in a cold place or you can do that in Bristol? I don't get a lot of blocks of ice in Bristol. Hmm. Looks like you're off to the North Pole then. Uh, yeah. Okay. Get a tattoo. Oh, what would you get a tattoo of? I'd probably get an owl. And where would you have your owl? On your hooters. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, on me to it to woo, love. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to do glass blowing. Oh, okay. That's quite an achievable one. Uh, learn to play an instrument. What instrument would you play? I know you've tried a few. I've tried them all and I, I can't play any of them, so I'll keep going. Okay. Go to a field of sunflowers, like in Holland or somewhere like that. Okay. And what we were talking about before, go to Glyndebourne for a picnic. Yes, I've already done that. I've ticked something off your bucket list. That's nice. <laughs> Experience weightlessness. Oh, okay. And I suppose the only one on the list that's a bit weird get married oh so that's it that's not me the bucket list we could go on all night but (laughs) those are the things on it that are not the usual kiss a sea lion that sort of stupid have you got anything on that bucket list that you've ticked off yet when did you write this well about 10 years ago are you ticked anything off it no you just keep adding to it i don't really keep adding to it i've probably only added 10 or 15 things to it mm. I had a bucket list before that I nearly did everything on it and I thought I've still got stuff to do we had a poll on Twitter did you have to ask people what is on their bucket list oh did you get some good answers well we gave four choices and these are the standard things that you find on most bucket lists the four options that we gave were skydiving have you done that or would you do that I've done that did you enjoy it well can I tell you the story? Yeah. So I did it. Yeah. And I used to go abseiling as well, down the inside of the cooling towers of the old power station. Yeah, you're quite the adventurer. I was. Yeah, when my legs were longer, that was. <laughs> and I could see me feet. Uh, we jumped out of the plane and it was a bit of a shock. Okay. And I, I, I'd done a wee. Oh, no. And the wee went up into my armpits. <laughs> The wee went up as I was going down. <laughs> so I never done it again. Oh. I smelt strange for three hours. Well, I smelt a bit strange anyway, but you know, people were looking. But other than that, it was quite good. But I don't think I'd want to go do skydiving again. No, it's not something that I would do. The ground comes up very quickly. Mm. Yeah, what else was on the list? Swimming with dolphins. Oh, yeah. Would you do that? No. No, I like watching them i don't agree i'm sorry every 
everybody because everyone wants to do whales and dolphins. Mm. But I don't agree with humanising wild animals in any way. No. I like to watch them in their naked state, as it were. Yeah, in their natural habitat. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) You like to watch naked animals. Okay, we get it. I do. (laughs) No, that doesn't interest me either. I just think it would be quite sad for the dolphin. I don't want to see a whale in a sea life centre. No. I want to see a whale ripping a seal apart out in the sea. (laughs) That would be good. Well, not good for the seal, obviously, but... No, it's nature, isn't it? It's natural. Right, what else you got then? Travelling abroad. Oh. So that could be, like you say, going to live somewhere else or or just travelling wherever takes your fancy, I suppose. I wouldn't mind travelling around. I would like to do that, but it's my legs. It's not even so much my legs, it's the feet that are attached to them. (laughs) I was going to say, you could have a segue. Yeah, but how long would it take me to do Spain on a segue? (laughs) And what, you have to charge them up, don't you? You would have to, but then you'd have to charge yourself up as well, so just charge it when you're sleeping. Think of all them batteries you've got to carry round with you. It's like a phone or a laptop. You don't actually have to put batteries into it. Don't you? No, you just plug it in. Okay. And most of Spain doesn't have a plug. You'd lose the charger, I know. I would, wouldn't I? I'd drive off when it was still plugged in and pull off the wall down. I'd be thinking this segue's slow. You're dragging a house behind you. And what would happen to Belle the lovely dog? You can have a basket on the front. Would it be like a little Segway trailer at the back? Oh, that would be cute. She could have her own Segway. We could work out one for dogs. I imagine her on like a little Segway with a helmet and some like bicycle goggles on. She'd look so cute. Yeah, that sounds good actually. She's got her new bandanas now. Oh, has she? She has, but I don't know. What would Belle's favourite bandana be? Would it be the blue bandana with the pug dogs on? Yeah. Or the red bandana with the bones on? Oh. We'll have to put pictures up on Instagram and people can vote. We'll see what everybody says. Yeah. So the last thing on this list is... To write a book. All right. You write, don't you? I have written a Mills and Boone. Does that count? <laughs> it depends whether you think it counts. I don't think it does. For those listeners in America, Mills and Boone's books are like Harlequin. But I would like to write a book of poetry and have that published. Is that on your bucket list? It is on my bucket list. Out of these four options, which one do you think was voted most popular on most people's bucket list? I'm going to have to say they probably said swimming with them dolphins. You don't know our listeners at all, Mum. Because if it was me, I'd just say write the book. Yeah, dolphins was the least popular. Oh, thank you. That's why we do this podcast. Dolphins got 6% of the votes. Thank you, everybody. Skydiving got 11%. It'll be less than that now they know why not to do it. Travelling got 28%. Yes. And Write a Book got 56% of the votes. But I think first you have to go and do the travelling before you can write the book. you got to do something first. The next stop will be Rough Giraffe. I've got a bit of a death story for you. Okay. So, you know what it's like. You get a cat. They're all lovely, doing the purring. Yeah. And then you get another cat. Yep. And then you get another cat. (laughs) And pretty soon, your house just smells of piss. And people start 
stop coming round, that sort of thing. Okay, fine, yes, yes, but what's the story you want to talk about? We're not here to talk about me. So, this very rich lady, we're going to 1870, this is. Okay, a couple of years ago. So, uh, this lady had collected a load of cats. Right. She got loads. So, then disaster strikes. Dun, dun, dun. And a fire starts. A fire? Yeah. Oh, You know okay. a fire? Yeah. And it burns the house down. Oh, no. And the cats are trapped inside oh. behind the door. Oh, no. The woman who's escaped sends two of her maids in to get them out. Of course. She's not going to go in herself. They go in. They go to open the door. And as soon as the door's open, the cats have gone berserk. And they flew at the women and they're tearing and scratching and biting. Complete frenzy of fire and cats. But the two young women were, their injuries were so bad from the cat bites that they both died. Oh my God, that sounds horrible. I'm sorry about that. It is horrible, but you don't often hear of people being torn to pieces by cats. No, but I do often think if I fall asleep on the sofa that the cats will start eating my face. I only ever think that if I fall asleep on the sofa, I might be a victim of that spontaneous combustion. (laughs) Yeah, so that was a bit sad. Yeah, you've just sent me a picture of it. It's That was actually in the Illustrated Police News in 1870. Sounds like a very interesting publication. I think I need to look more into the Illustrated Police News. I think it sounds good, but I will put this picture up on the Twitter at Rough Giraffe Pod. I got another one as well. Go on. So this one, so instead of being killed by cats, this one has been killed by a mouse. Killed by a mouse? A mouse. This is true. This is the Manchester Evening News. Okay. 1875. Illustrated or not? Uh, There's no illustration as far as I know yet. Okay. But the BBC put this up in one of their archives. Okay. So, there's a mouse and it dashes out onto a work table in a London factory. Yeah. So, the usual thing, the girls scream and the boys jump into a rescue and one of the blokes actually manages to grab hold of the mouse yeah Ooh, our hero yeah yeah but the mouse slips out of his grasp yeah ran up his sleeve and then ran out again at the open neck of his shirt right and his mouth was also open and the mouse dashed in no and the man swallowed <laughs> the man swallowed <laughs> <laughs> the man swallowed a mouse. And then the mouse, being short of air, <laughs> then began to bite inside the man's throat. Ugh. And the man died. Did the mouse survive? It doesn't tell you me that, but uh, you can go and look that one up from the Manchester Evening News. <laughs> that sounds horrible. So they're all dead. Now we go to the funeral. Okay. So you've got Henry Taylor. Yeah. He's a pallbearer in London. Yeah. Going to the cemetery. He's he's a professional pallbearer, I think. Okay. He catches his foot on a stone and stumbles forward. Right. And as he fell to the ground, all the other coffin bearers let go of the coffin. <laughs> Kids. Which killed him. And that is in the Illustrated Police News. Oh, is it? 
That is. So I might be able to send you an illustration of that. That poor guy. So there was great confusion among the mourners who witnessed the accident. And the widow of the person who was about to be buried went into hysterics. Oh, they were always doing that back then, though. They did They did a lot of hysterics then. So that's, you're not safe every anywhere, are you? No, no, you're not. So what have you got then? I've got another Twitter poll, but just links from what you've been saying... I asked people what they thought the worst way to die was. All right. Have you got uh, any thoughts on this? Well, there is a story that a man decided to bungee jump off a 70-foot bridge. Right. And he made he did his own work and he made a bungee cord that was shorter than 70 feet. Yeah. But he didn't take into account that the cord would stretch. Oh, no. <laughs> so that wouldn't be that good, would it? No, that sounds horrible. And uh, that's the sort of thing that he can see that's coming. And as he's going down, he's thinking, ah, I should have made this shorter. Well, he, he definitely could see it coming. When he got to about a second before it hit the floor, he probably thought, it ain't going to stop. Oh. What about being covered with tuna and thrown into a pit of hungry kittens then? Is that something else you've read? Well, just thinking you said an an unfortunate way to die. I don't know, a kitten death? That sounds nice, it's cute that is. It's a bit cute, is it? Yeah. Until they start gnawing at you. Their little tiny teeth. (laughs) The options I gave were, first one was burning alive. (gasps) That wasn't very funny. No, it's not funny, this is the worst way to die. Then... Drowning, yeah. falling from a height, yeah. or slow-acting poison. Now, just to be fair, I asked Owen which I should pick, and he picked these four. So, blame Owen on this. Okay, so I think the worst way to die must be getting burned. Yeah. Then drowning. People say that drowning is not that bad, but the ones that are telling me that haven't drowned, have they? No. So, in order then, did you have been hit round the face with a cricket bat? No. Owen was talking about being shot in the head, and he said apparently being shot in the head is like being hit on the head with a yellow pages, which to me doesn't sound that bad, but I also, I'm not sure who who's surviving what country yellow pages though our yellow pages nowadays is really thin isn't it yeah so i mean that wouldn't do a lot of damage would it no so i think uh, getting burnt must be the worst thing yeah we had quite a few votes on this one we had 61 votes wow okay so what did they say burning alive is the worst and that got 62 percent of the votes and what was the second? Drowning. So I guess if you could do both at the same time, you might have a chance. Because there is one thing to remember, everybody. I don't think it would be that easy to burn alive while you were actually drowning. No, I think that's quite difficult. I mean, it depends what you're drowning in, but... If you're drowning in oil, that doesn't help. We had a few people on Twitter send us some of their thoughts as well. Okay. Talk Tales and Trivia said to be buried alive would be horrible. I think so as well. Um, Then we had Stacked Podcast said being slowly pushed through a chain link fence by an angry elephant. That's a, that's a strange and sick mind. In that case then, looking at clowns. Looking at clowns? Yeah. If you stare at a clown too long, that will kill you. That's scientifically proven, is it? 
Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I looked it up on the uh, encyclopedia on Wiki. <laughs> okay. It's the top 100 ways to die. Leslie Smith at Long Slippery on Twitter said... Hello, Leslie Smith. Hello, Leslie. She says, being torn apart and eaten by a tiger. Well, to be fair, Leslie, you may experience the being torn apart bit, but by the time it gets to the eating bit, I don't think you'll notice that. <laughs> so, you know, this, this thing that you've got, this fear, it's, it's only half as bad as you think it. Is. Yeah, you're only worried about being torn apart. Don't worry about eat, being eaten. Yeah, don't worry about the being eaten bit. That'll be happening later. Film Wheel podcast. Yeah. Bit of a joker. Says um, marriage. Well, marriage, kids, is on my bucket list. So you know what's going to happen till death is do. Oh. You're gone again. Till death us do part, and that'd be it. That'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? It's on my bucket list. <laughs> I better make sure I do everything else on it before I look at a clown and get married. Don't have a clown at the wedding. No. Don't marry a clown. No. According to the New York Times, yeah. bathrooms are the most deadly place in the house. And I bet in America they are more deadly because they have plug sockets in their bathrooms. Well, the American thing, the Health and Safety Board, yeah, say always make sure to shower sober and with a shower mat. Okay, and, and it's just from people slipping, that's where the accidents are. Yeah, mostly drowning, falls and cuts. Mm. But I've actually got looking into the crater of a volcano on my bucket list. And that's dangerous, is it? Well, it says it's one of the most stupid things that people do. 845 people die from volcanoes each year. Come on, it is a bubbling, churning pot of fire coming out of the earth. It's not like you don't know it's going to be dangerous. (laughs) No, but people are stupid, aren't they? I mean... Thank you. You know, in Russia, they're getting so many people getting hit by cars and various things because they're taking selfies. I did have some statistics on the selfies. Oh, have you? Especially near cliffs. So, in 2015, yeah, and they weren't even really doing loads of selfies then. In 2015, in Thailand, yeah, they had 202 reported deaths from tourists taking selfies caused by negligent selfie taking, mostly due to falling off cliffs or having traffic accidents. Seven deaths from running with scissors. We all know you're not supposed to do that, but you do, you see. And in France, 17 people approximately die each year from eating long food. Long food? 17 people die every year from eating baguettes, baguette deaths. Uh, There's more people dying from baguettes than there are shark attacks. Uh, And about 70 die each year from eating hot dogs. If you put a sausage in a baguette, you are doubling your chances (sighs) of death. That is like shaking a vending machine. It's so stupid. Yes, yes. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You got something to say? Then say it here. Email us at rapturepodcast.com gmail.com twitter at rough giraffe pod instagram at rough giraffe podcast search us on facebook for rough giraffe subscribe and review us on itunes and podbean 
we had a message from Sarah from the Rolling with the Nerdy Birds podcast. Right. She sent us a message on Instagram. My dad is an undertaker, so death has always been a conversation had around my house. I remember when my dad first started the job and he was left alone to do his first dressing the body where they get them dressed and do their hair and makeup. Whilst he was doing something, the body sat bolt upright and he went running. He thought it was one of his new workmates pulling a prank. But after the boss stopped laughing at him, he explained that because all the gases that build up in the body, that can happen. They can just sit up. I tell you what, I think I would do a bit of wee. (laughs) Up to your armpits. Up to my armpits and further, I reckon. <laughs> it's hard. And if isn't I it? could run on my legs, I would run. Especially if you'd just been doing their makeup and they sat up. Uh, yes. I hope that when people are doing my makeup when I'm dead, they'll make me look gorgeous. Well, you are gorgeous. I want some proper contouring. Oh, yeah. Well, we can get Nick round to do the contouring. Yeah. I don't want to look anything like I did in real life. I don't want to look... Will I look thin when I'm dead? We'll do some contouring. Yeah, that'd be good. On my ankles as well. Yeah, we'll do we'll do full body contouring. How long are you can, have they got before you got to bury the body? Because it might take a while. <laughs> anyway, do you want to hear a ghost story? I do want to hear a ghost story. Have you got one? Yeah. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone that sent something in for us for this episode. We had a huge response. People really love death. But we haven't been able to read everything out. No, we haven't, and that we may save things for future episodes. So, this is from Tony at Flix X Raid Podcast. Tony sent a few, um, a few stories, but I'm just going to read this one. Okay, back in the 80s, my uncle Rick passed away and began haunting my mom, aunts, and grandparents with strange pranks. That that uncle Rick, huh? So most pranks were harmless and more annoying than anything. Things like pushing chairs out from underneath people or stealing things. Not liking the sound of Uncle Rick, I have to say, Mum. One of the most notable stories goes as follows. My aunt has glass contact lenses and one morning, when going to put them in, opened up the case and found the case to be empty. The family all searched high and low and were unable to find the lenses. After a month, my aunt finally got fed up and ordered another set of contacts. The day after ordering the new lenses, she woke up and left her room to go to the bathroom. Upon returning less than five minutes later, instead of finding the messy bed she left, she found all the sheets and blankets folded and stacked, and on top of the pillow, a zipper-sealed sandwich bag with fluid and the missing contacts. The freaky thing is that my aunt was the only one at home at the time. Ooh. You don't often hear ghost stories involving contact lenses, do you? You don't, and I've never known a ghost yet that can open a Ziploc bag. But it was nice of him to tidy up. Yes, that, yeah. I mean, do you believe in ghosts? No, not really. I mean, when I say no, not really, I mean no. Do you? Uh, Well, that's for the next episode, I think, for the after-death party. Oh, we're having a wake, are we? I think we're having, well, I don't know, I'm very tired today, but we will have a wake. Yeah, we might as well do the whole thing properly. We could have a Halloween special. Yeah, okay, a funeral fun day. We put the fun into funeral. 
No, I expect nobody's ever done that. Do you think there's an undertaker that does? Fun funerals? Yeah. I'm sure there are. You've heard of the Day of the Dead, haven't you? I have heard of the Day of the Dead. That's the Mexican celebration where they celebrate death. And it, it seems to be getting more and more popular. They do it over in Spain, I think. Well, it's going to be in Norwich this year. No, is it? <laughs> is it going to be knob throwing? I don't think so. But on, on the 10th of November, Norwich are having a Day of the Dead. I think we need to go. And to celebrate, they're going to have... Europe's largest confetti cannon. <gasps> I know. I need to go. So tell me about it. When is it? It's on the 10th of November. And where is it? I don't know more specific than Norwich. Norwich will do. We just get to Norwich first. Yeah, just Google Norwich Day of the Dead and you'll you'll find it. They'll be, have all the bits, you know, piñatas and... Piñatas? It's on my bucket list. To hit one? Yeah. Well, if you go to Norwich in November, you could... I know, that's what I'm thinking. And, you know, the Day of the Dead, it's a three-day celebration. This year, it'll be the 31st to the 2nd of November. I come it's three days if it's the Day of the Dead? They celebrate it differently in different parts of the country and also in different parts of the world. So that some of them have a day for adults and then a day for children where they're cel- where they're celebrating adults' deaths and then children's deaths. And some of them just have it as just a big, long party where they sort of celebrate everything through the whole whole three days. They have shrines and altars in their house where they offer presents to the dead people, bottles of tequila, that sort of thing. But you're starting to see these skeleton masks. And, and they do the costumes. I find them very slimming. They're, they're contoured. I look very slim in a skeleton. So in Sweden, yeah, I suppose it'd be like nineteenth century. Okay, they used to have what they called funeral candy. Yeah. So everybody that uh, attended the funeral, yeah, would get these little hard sugar candies in the shape of a corpse. Oh, okay. And they're wrapped in black crepe paper right and then have fringes on and are they in the shape of any corpse or specifically the corpse of the funeral well i don't know that it's just a corpse corpse candy it was what flavor was it uh licorice maybe Mm. that's black isn't it yeah uh yeah they used to have little poems attached to it yeah and i don't know if there's a cracker inside maybe a party party hat The idea of the uh, corpse candy was quite unusual. Yeah. But now people buy these old funeral favours and they're using them as decorations on their Christmas tree. Oh. So they use them as Christmas tree decorations where they used to be used as funeral gifts. And they used to have, quite often have pictures of the graveside setting on the front of them. Okay. And then people are putting them on the Christmas tree. No, they put them on the Christmas tree. That I just thought that was a bit strange. It is a bit strange. Hey there, who's that? What's the name of that wonky cat? He looks like an any cat around. Kipper. Hey, that's Kipper. Hey, that's Kipper. The wonky cat. 
then. Where's Kipper? Oh, he's just in the kitchen. I'll call him through. Kipper, come on in. Ah. Hey, Kipper. Evening, Kips. He was just having a bit of dinner. Okay. Have we got a question for Kipper this week? We do have a question for Kipper. And this week our question comes from Andrew and Simon, who are the hosts of the Dad Zone cast. It's an Australian podcast. I've actually listened to this podcast. They're dads and they talk about parenting, but it's more they talk about... You know, not the usual things about parenting. They're not gushing all over their kids. and They usually talk about how they've neglected them. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't do that. <laughs> it's a fun podcast. I always find that I can listen very easily to Australian accents because I tend to just find whatever they're saying amusing. I don't know why. Hello, Mum, Stacey and Kipper. We are Simon and Andrew from the Dad Zone podcast. Hi, guys. Hello. Stacey's mum's got it going on. She's all I want and I've waited for so long. Stacey, can't you see that you're just not the girl for me? I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Stacey's mum. Thank you. What's the weather like over there? Currently looking outside and it's a, it's a lovely sunny but very, very cold day. Yes, yes, it's quite cold. It has been cold for a while because we're on the other side of the world to you and it's our winter. Mm, it's winter. The world is round, by the way, Kipper. Mm. I don't think Kipper is that backward in uh, his thinking as to think the world is flat. No, that that, that is very assumptive of me. I, I do apologise. Mm. What's the weather been like here, Mum? Well... Today, I've had to have my sprinklers on. It's been blazing. It's been a bit warm. Yeah. I've been hosing myself down all day. (laughs) I picked some tomatoes this morning, and it's been so hot that when I went back out this evening, they'd all... Hundreds of red ones again. I thought you were going to say it was so hot when I went out. They were in cans already cooked. (laughs) No, they just so many just ripened up over the day. It's been really hot. I've got a question for you, Kipper. Yes, please. Uh, Right. So we're a sort of parentish podcast. So on that track, Kipper, do you have kids? Are you a dad cat? And if not, is it because you've been fixed? Kipper, have you had any children, babies, kittens? (laughs) No. And do you know the reason why? Because he was a good boy and the vet gave him a badge. (laughs) Yes, he took away something in exchange for that badge. But Kipper got done when he was six months old or something. He was tiny. Never experienced a female cat. Oh dear. So there you go. Kipper will never, never have children of his own. And they won't let him adopt. So... That's so biased. Is it because of his age? It's because he hasn't got a lady in his life. I don't think you have to have a lady in your life to be able to adopt. Well, apparently me and Owen don't count. He's got them brothers of his. You know, Proser and Darby. I know, but I wouldn't allow a, a kitten into a house with them guys. To be fair, no, you're quite right. So, Kipper, would you want to have children? <coughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> No. No, it's not going to happen. But thank you, Andrew and Simon, for your question. Yes, thank you. It looks like Kipper's not so keen on being a father. All right, see you later. Thanks, Kipper. Bye.
Uh, I am open to questions myself, by the way, not just Kipper. And Stacey doesn't mind answering questions. No one ever asks us anything. No, that's true. I am a font of knowledge. You should be asking me for advice. It's a bit strange how everyone wants to ask a cat for advice. Yeah, that's true. But Kipper does give good advice. Yeah, he he does. He's a wise man. It was his birthday last week. (gasps) Was it all their birthdays last week? Yeah. I'm guessing. All on the same day. All on the same day, yeah. Yeah, they were, um, in cat years, 62. Oh, wow. I know. They'll be retiring soon. Are they 11 now, then? They're 12. 12? Yeah. How can they be 62? Does that divide into 12? No. But cat years are weird because the first year is equivalent to 19 human years. Right. The second year is equivalent to seven years. So by the time they're two, it's equivalent to being about 26 in human years. And then after that, it gets less and less. And as they get older, each human year is four cat years. Okay. So there you go. So it's 62. So you're going to tell me about... About something called the Darwin Awards. Yes. Have you heard of the Darwin Awards before, Mum? I have. Is it something to do with you're too stupid to evolve? Yeah, so it's supposed to be basically awards given to people that ha- have improved the gene pool by removing themselves from it. So people that have died in stupid ways. Okay, they've done a selfie on a cliff edge. Exactly. What have you got then? This is a Darwin Award winner from 1994. Right. It happened in March 1989 in South Carolina. Okay. Now, Michael Anderson Godwin, he wasn't a good person, but it describes him here as a lucky murderer. Oh, okay. So he had been sentenced to death, but they downgraded it to life in prison. Ironically, he was sitting on the metal toilet in his cell and attempting to fix the TV set when he bit down on a live wire and electrocuted himself. Not such a bright spark then, was he? <laughs> oh. No, sorry. What else have you got? This one, this is from 2008. Okay. Robert, 37, shot himself while explaining gun safety to his wife in Glendale, California, when he placed a .45 calibre pistol he thought was unloaded under his chin and pulled the trigger. His wife told... The police that the incident occurred after her complaints about her husband's 70 guns prompted him to demonstrate their safety. Yeah, I suppose she's she's there with the rag wiping the walls clean of blood going, I told you. Um, another one, two animal rights activists were protesting the cruelty of sending pigs to a slaughterhouse uh, by freeing a captive herd. Suddenly, all 2,000 pigs stampeded through the gate they were opening and trampled the protesters to death. Oh my goodness oh i don't know whether they deserve to die but i think they should have found out how many pigs were on the inside first check your inside pigs definitely and then i've got one last one okay this is from february 2008 in italy okay david 46 was sliding down an italian ski slope one night riding on padding that he had removed from the safety barriers at the bottom of the run 
It did not occur to him that it might be dangerous to sled down the same slope from which he had stolen protective padding. Oh dear. He basically hit the bottom of the slope and died from head and chest injuries inflicted by the unpadded metal. But his testicles were alright because he was sitting on the padding. That is a, a foolish person, shall we say. I think that's enough death. I think so. I think we've discussed various ways to die and we've had a bit of a joke and I think we've had so much stuff that people have sent in that we've not read out. I think we'll have to do a sequel to this at some point. Yes, I think we will. I mean, the subject of death just keeps expanding and increasing because it's constantly happening it's the gift that keeps on giving indeed but uh if you don't die of anything else that we've mentioned old age will get you yes now whatever they say they've not completely proven this yet but scientists do believe that there's a limit to the number of times that a cell can divide. Is that right? Yeah. So your maximum lifespan will be due to your cell division. Yeah. But it does say now that about half the people that are born now will end up being 100. Yes, that is true. If only I was born now, I'd still be young. Do you want to live to be 100? No. No, I don't think so. No, I'm already incontinent and I mumble in my sleep. <laughs> my eyesight's going and I shout at kids who are playing when they make too much noise. So I think it's just going to get worse. You don't want to be doing that for another 50 years. No. My goodness, no. No, I think I'll leave that one. (laughs) Before we go, do you want to hear a little snippet from a news headline? Okay, well, let's have it then. the, The headline is just burglary. Burglary, okay. A woman told officers that someone entered her home between 6pm February the 12th and 2pm February the 13th and replaced the carpet. (laughs) That's the news news story. (laughs) (laughs) What colour was it? If you came home or if you woke up in the morning and found the carpet had been changed, would you call the police? Was she in the house at the time? All I know is it happened during the night, sometime between 6pm and 2pm the next day. So she wasn't there then? So maybe she wasn't. You'd try and work out who changed the carpet, wouldn't you? And it, and if it was nicer than the old one, I'd just leave it. I'd be like, oh, great, someone's changed the carpet. Well, yeah, you, you'd leave it unless it clashed with the sofa and then obviously you'd put an announcement out to say that Mrs Padgett said thank you for the new carpet but it no longer matches her curtains and her sofa so if you could come back and change them as well. She'll be out of the house next Saturday if you want to come in and do it. Maybe it was that ghost. Oh, maybe. You know, the one that took the contact lenses. It could have been. Maybe it's a ghost doing it. Just don't know. In which case the police will never catch him. No. Right, well... That's enough for death. Yes, what are we going to do next time? The Seven Wonders of the World. Yes, this was a suggestion from Social Thinking Podcast on Instagram who said The Seven Wonders of the World. I had a thought about this and when I read it I thought that's quite a good idea. 
But what are your seven wonders? I think that's a very good question. If uh, our listeners can send us their own seven wonders of the world, it can be anything. Seven things that you find wonderful in this world. That was a good suggestion. If you've got any more suggestions of subjects that we can talk about that's really good yeah just let us know on twitter at rough giraffe pod or on instagram at rough giraffe podcast and you can find us on facebook as well okay and just to let them know that the merch has left for america oh it's winging its way over is it it's winging its way you sent it on a spy pigeon (laughs) bell's taken it oh okay i've sent it the cheap route so don't expect it to be there tomorrow you sent it by dog it's definitely the cheap route (laughs) she's got to swim across the ocean right okay so next time we're going to do the seven wonders of the world a bit of a change from death go from death to celebrating life That's good. Right, okay then. Well, I'll talk to you next week. All right then, I'll give you a call. Bye. Bye, Stacey. Bye, Mum. Bye. It's the end of the podcast. It is very sad. But tune in again and it won't be so bad. With Mum in the bungalow and Stacey at home. Send us your stories on your smartphone. And then everybody will feel so alone The Rough Giraffe Podcast The Rough Giraffe Podcast This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or BritpodScene on Twitter to find out more. Stacy's mum has got it going on. Why are you doing it slow? Don't put a fart noise in it.